everyone and welcome to the board game chinwag thank you very much for all of your attention uh, we would firstly like to apologize for our uh, poor g-rated uh, previous episode so we're going to make a special effort this evening thanks to some feedback we got from some great friends to be a little bit more sweary so uh, please if you're listening to this one in your car with your kids maybe tune out for a little while um, i'm your host for this evening dave and with me i have uh, mr steve how the fuck are you? Pretty fucking great. Excellent. Helen? I actually got really unnatural, but I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I was really nervous. Hey, buddy. Shano? Oh, I'm fucking awesome. <sighs> Shit hot. And G-Money? Uh, I'm okay. Insert cuss word here. You're not fucking adequate? No, I'm okay. Not fucking sufficient. Had a, had a great day today. Adequate and fucking adequate would be slightly different. Are you fucking J-Lo? I, uh, no, oh. I, couldn't, I, I could never do that. But you're fucking Ben Affleck? I would definitely fuck Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> to death. Oh, there we go. No, it was Matt uh, Damon. It's fucking Matt Damon, wasn't it? It's both of them. Oh. Anyway. Uh, look, it's going to be an interesting one this evening because we literally have no topic. Uh, I think we're just going to sit around and talk some shit. We might talk about some games that we played. Um, we did get a good game of John Company in with a few of us Ooh. in the group, and I think there's a fair bit to talk about with that one. Otherwise, just you know, listen to the chinwag. Definitely some swearing in this episode, but try not to be as forced as we were in the intro, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> or in Steve's case, so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit, go down my list of swears. I, I, I do swear, though. Like, it's just, yeah. it just felt weird to, like, I have to swear now. Like, yeah. I have to, yeah. So uh, that was great. <laughs> so, what <laughs> games have we been playing? Uh, I know Shane, you've had a fairly big hectic week. You want to kick us off? I've had a hectic week. Um, we'll leave maybe leave John Company for a bit later for us all to talk about. Given that it was just brilliant, that was such a fun night and uh, real brain burner of a game. But um, we all learned it together, which was even better. Um, but I also played on. Thursday night, we got um, a brilliant game of Distilled. So after Dave mentioned how great it was uh, last episode, um, Pastor Nick came around on Thursday night for chilled out games at Shane's house, and um, which is going to be an ongoing thing on Thursday night. Just four people, whoever they are, can just rock up to my house and we play a game. Uh, but we played Distilled and Dave, I agree. It was fantastic. I spent the whole night making two barrels of tequila mm-hmm. and uh, ended up with a massive, I think it was like a 40-point score near the in the last round for point scoring. And um, I was dead last, but then I think I ended up second yeah, um, nice. in the end, which wasn't too bad. Um, but really enjoyable. Simple mechanics um, once you got into it. Um, but I, I realized that potentially, you know, just don't make tequila for the whole game. Maybe branch out. Yeah, you got to try other drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but when you when you succeeded, did you go da 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 da? 
Mate, every move I was singing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's worth yeah. it just for the whole game. Uh, You're right. Yeah. That would be a game where you'd want to sing along, like not just with tequila, like, oh, there's drinks, there's songs about He all. makes a whiskey drink. He makes a cider <laughs> drink. Yeah, he makes the vodka drink. Oh, God. I don't yeah. know if I can do that. He makes so the, it the rule book. Because um, the basic <laughs> spirit that you'd make is if you don't get any other ingredients as vodka. Or moonshine. Yeah, or moonshine. Uh, yeah, yeah, but um, then you got Aquavit, I think it is Aquavit, or which was um, everyone can make that almost. It's just um, it's not very hard to make. Um, but yeah, tequila is the hardest one to make, and then to age the tequila is even harder. So because you add flavors, and that's what I really liked about uh, the flavor that card. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, some of the flavors you can chuck into your whiskies yeah. and or your or your tequilas. Um, but no, um, uh, I, my 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 character was Pella. De Esqualante, so like I was chosen to make tequila, to be honest with you, and um, mm. I just went down that path. Super fun, um, and um, yeah, looking forward to playing that again. I think the replayability is pretty high too, because you can oh. change all the spirits. So I didn't, we didn't have tequila in my game. We had a whole bunch of other stuff, but yeah, the right. flavors make it really fun. I think one person made um, bacon maple bourbon, and someone else made like peaty tobacco whiskey. I'm like, I'd go either of those, I think. Hmm. It's almost taken the um, all the different types of flavour and notes that you get from wine. So, um, vomit, uh, <laughs> socks, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, ass of the dog. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all the different types of flavours you can uh, age your age your tequilas with. But super fun. Really enjoyed it. And then on Friday. Um, I had uh, Cass and Anita around uh, from Friday night. Every fortnight, they're going to come around for a game night. And we played a um, very macabre game called Abomination. I don't know if anyone's played it here. But, I, 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 wow. I have been involved in a game, but I didn't make it to the end, unfortunately. I mean, I, yeah. I love the Bloody Inn, which is a fantastic mm. game where you you're killing off people that, you know, stay in your hotel and trying to dodge the police, and sometimes you kill the police too. Um, but in this game, I was a psychopath, and I my 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 special rule was um, I couldn't lose heart health. So I couldn't lose health or I couldn't gain health for the whole game. However, I could go to the, to the alleyway and just murder people. <laughs> so I pretty much spent every round murdering someone and then either keeping their body parts to make my Frankenstein or on selling body parts to the market to get money and and then just buying off and blocking people along the way. Is there um, a big market for spare body parts? A massive market, you wouldn't believe, you know. Okay. Different types of organs and uh, um, and bones. <laughs> but too many bones? There were, there were, at one point I did have too many bones. I had to... I had to. I couldn't collect any more. So Good. you had a maximum amount of organs you can you can carry, of course. And um, but the organs spoil as well. So every round your organs go up a level, which means you're going to get less points if you're adding those organs to build your body parts for your Frankenstein. Hmm. And um, but however, you can buy ice to keep the organs on ice. <laughs> like it. This is it's a sick game, but geez, it was good fun. Um, and. A typical Anita, she has everything blinged out. So in the actual base abomination game, it's just little cubes. So red cubes of blood. I think it's uh, orange cubes of pig heads and pig bodies. 
and then you've got uh, brown, which are your bones, and then uh, I think it's blue is your organs. Uh, but no, Nita's got um, lungs, eyes, <laughs> actual bones, ribs, pig's heads, carcass of a pig's body. We're just building this. Did she pull up in a trailer or something? <laughs> it's a, <laughs> But they're, all, they're all, you know, 3D printed. and um, But then she's got coffins as well that you can, that all the body parts are coming out of. So you're pulling the body parts out of a coffin. Um, so thematically, it was great. Um, I just wanted to play Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack in the background though because mm. it would have been just perfect, you know, uh, soundtrack for that game. Um, but uh, I did really well in it for my first play and uh, I think Anita scored her highest score. Uh, I think she's played multiple plays of it. And um, I'm waving as well, even though I'm not on camera. Um, and, uh, yeah, super Radio fun. gold there, Shane. Very enjoyable. <laughs> For those playing at home, my son just walked into the camera in the background, realised he was on camera, ran out, and then was like, oh, no, hang on, I'm going to come back and wave everyone. Yeah, he, he reversed out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Shane, how many ga- days a week do you actually play games? Oh, look, last week was a rare one. I, I, I actually normally try and only play one to two nights a week board gaming only because it's I've got such a busy hectic work life it's it's nice to just have at least one game a night where I can just chill out um, however you know there's people in our group that reached out and said you know we'd like to have a game night on this night but we no one wants to put anything together so I put something together and then on the Friday night uh, Cass and Anita have got a spare fortnight so they asked to continue a fortnightly gaming place at my place so I said okay so, so you'll do one week of two and one week of three? One week of two, one week of one. Okay, all right, because ferrets not every week. Ferrets every fortnight as well. Right. Yeah, so ferrets next week. Nice. Again, for those playing at home, the ferret is a location where Shane goes and plays board games. He doesn't have a board game called Ferret no. that he plays regularly every fortnight. No, he fucking does. He's studying his own Dungeons and Dragons called the Ferret. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm sure if I want to continue my 30 years of marriage with my wife, it's probably best I just limit it to that. Yeah. I have to say, that's why I was like a little concerned. I'm like, it feels like you play five days a week. <laughs> we, we, did, we, did, we, we did ask Lauren to come out and play Abomination with us last night. And she's like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Actually, she yeah. said, she said, fuck no. Yeah. So we're in that right. episode tonight where we can swear. So, yeah. Well, that, that's every episode, but, you know, we're taking on board your feedback. Thank you, friendly listeners. Yeah. All two of you. Helen, what did, you play? did you play any games this week? I did. I was saying to the boys earlier, um, G Money and Shane, I had a bit of a hectic week. My dog was in hospital for three days. Um, so I'm not allowed to play board buy board games for three years um, to pay for vet bills. But I did manage to go and play some games on Friday night. I played um, Ex Libris, which I don't know if you guys know that one, but it's basically you're getting library books and having to put them in alphabetical order on a shelf and there's got to be stability on the shelf and there's cards, books that you don't want to get because they lose your points and you'll have a special type of book if you that you get extra points for and then there's other things that give you points along the way. So that was a fun game. I've never played it before, so trying to play new things. But I thought it was good. It was a bit shorter too. It was not, you know, as meaty. And I've then heard it, it was it was really hard to find for a long time. Like they did a 
mm. like a long time between print runs and there's a lot of people chasing it as like an out of print game so there's a bit of a sort of underground following for it i think i didn't actually get to play it either helen yeah no i enjoyed it and it's it's gotten me slightly closer to the whole playing a garfield game because it was made by the same publishers <laughs> so i'm sort of to the sidestep at the moment haven't still played <laughs> i haven't played a garfield game but i've played one that was made by similar like the same yeah company physically made it rather than d- designed it if that makes sense yeah i think i've explained that properly um but no i thought it was a good game i think it's yeah i think it was fun we were talking at lunch on friday about you know gamers versus non-gamers and it's like they were saying you know this example of there's a game where you get library books and have to put them in alphabetical order and i said that sounds awesome and he goes Exactly, but it wouldn't to a normal person. So, um, but no, it was good. And then we played at like ten. I'm like, oh, I should go by twelve. So, what should we play? And we decided to play Ark Nova. So that finished at two a.m. But um, it was really good. I loved it. So, and we had a really close scoring game of that actually. So one person had ten points, but the other two were on were thirty five and thirty six. So really wow. came down to the wire. Yeah. But it was a good game. So that's what I've managed to get on the table. Nice. How about you, Steve? Uh, it's a bit of a weird week because I've been um, my uh, game day at work. My lunchtime games only happened on Tuesday because I wasn't actually in the office on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. So uh, we played Sushi Go Party, which is always, you know, it's a game that I almost forget how good it is because like, it just sits on the shelf and it's it's not a difficult game. So it, it's, I'm rarely jumping around going, ooh, ooh, I want to play Sushi Go Party, but Far out, that's a good game. It's like I taught four people who never played a game like that before, never played any kind of drafting game, were playing within two minutes. They understood what they're doing within three minutes and we smashed out a game in about 30 minutes with the teach and then we backed it up straight away with another game that went for about 15 minutes. It's just so clever and it's it's card drafting. Everyone loves card drafting. Um, and you can, they started to, towards the middle of the second game, they started figuring out that they could do a bit of hate drafting. So <laughs> they look at the person next to them and go, oh, you want this card, so I'm going to take it. And I'm like, yeah, cool. So um, that was a real hit. So um, it's been a long time since I played that, but uh, that was definitely a good one. Um, but then, yeah, I've been home for the last few days. So I've kind of had a rebirth on Board Game Arena, which has been uh, a long time coming. Uh, I think I went a little bit over the top about a year or so ago and uh, probably consumed far too much of my time. Um, but, uh, I got to play a really, really good game of TO, um, on there where I lost by, by two points. Um, and I beat third by, I think one point and fourth was like five points behind. So the spread from first to last was like eight points in a four player game, which was insane. Um, and then, um, I've like Shane, I know you spoke about bad company and I've owned bad company now and I've played it. And I'm here to say it is not a space-based killer um, to the point where I've been playing a bit more space-based again. And that game, oh, it's just, it's, it, it, like if Bad Company came out first and then space-based came out, people would be saying that space-based is the Bad Company killer. Because maybe it's just me, but what I love about space-based is the, the, the combos, the, like the building up and the, and, you know, oh, if someone rolls this, I'm going to be able to go nuts and do all of these things. And and Bad Company kind of restricts what you can do there because it only only lets you do, I think, seven or eight upgrades in the whole game. 
where space base is just like just go for gold just have 30 upgrades if you want just go for gold and i love it i just yeah i got beaten by the um by the you win card twice which is insane because that rarely like i don't think i've ever seen that before um so yeah on bga yeah um, and it was so annoying because I, I, I'd, I'd triggered the end game and I was on 51 points and no one was over 40. And this one guy's like, 12, 12, 12, 12. And then he rolled a 12 and won the game <laughs> like you bastard. So, um, but no, it's still awesome. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, um, been playing a bit of Ark Nova with Dave, which has been awesome. And so I haven't really had anything new come across. Uh, but I do have one really cool thing, um, which is a bit of a callback to, um, to Dan, um, your former... 2d6 um partner dave um he was always keen to get me into uh like you know tabletop war gaming and it's it's not my jam um and then they played blood bowl one night when i was there and i kept looking over because it sounded like they were just doing an nfl fantasy draft kind of thing and um he's like it's pretty much what it is um and he's like but but knowing you it's like don't don't buy blood bowl you need to get a copy of dread bowl and i'm like okay i don't even know what that is and um so we, uh, I was, I went to the local store here. I've been to other stores and they're like, oh no, that's, that's out of print. It's been out of print for years. Picked up a copy online the other day for 50 bucks painted. So I'm like, happy day. So I've got Dreadball coming in the mail and I'm going to be able to, apparently it's like a basketball version of Blood Bowl, which that sounds like me to a T. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually more excited about what's coming in the post than playing anything at the moment. So nice. yeah. I saw you buy that on the marketplace post. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's a bit of a departure for Mr. Chivers. Yeah. Well, no. uh, I hope Dan's right in his assumptions because he he's pretty sure that I'd really like that one. So, yeah. yeah. We well, we you- played a hell of a lot of Blood Bowl. And so Blood Bowl is very much NFL, but almost with soccer scoring. And it's, it's more of a miniatures game where you actually just get to smash each other and hurt people rather than anything else. It's It's like a skirmish sort of game where dreadball is actually a game that I guess it probably is similar to basketball. Um, some of the scoring and some of the angles and the, like the distance means you get more points. So yeah, look, I'd be keen to see how you go that I, I played a couple of games. I played a couple of leagues. It wasn't, wasn't really for me because it was still, it's very technical and fiddly. Okay. And I think if I'm playing a, a skirmish war game, I'm keen to just smash people around. If I'm playing a board game, it was a little bit too sort of fiddly, but uh, okay. Keen to see what you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's really me. It's uh, old games, BGA, and uh, yeah, excitement about things coming in. So I'll I'll handball it over. Good morning. Oh, hello, everybody. Um, what did I do? I played. I let DG talk about John Company. <laughs> um, I played Scout and Gollum. Um, which was really good. I hadn't played Scout before, but it's really, really, really fun uh, once you get into it for a bit. Gollum I liked a lot. Um, the scores were me me and the other guy were like 48 and 49, and then Haig scored 127. Because <laughs> we, we did not read the rules or care, uh, and he did. He did the homework. Uh, Such a fucking criminal. Yeah. What is Gollum? Uh, it's this weird, like, you got to... Golems go across the track and you've got to follow them with researchers and then you like research all about this stuff, but it's Jewish and I don't understand why. There's dreidels everywhere and yeah, I was confused, but it was fun. Um, I played 
a bit you of sold that game. You, I can't believe how excited I am to play Golem based on that review. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know why. I did. I was. I was too afraid to ask. <laughs> Straddles. Yeah, I asked for Mountain Dew, but no one gave me any. Um, I played Frosthaven, and my new team is like really starting to sing now, so I'm happy about that. I played Pax Premier. I played three games of Pax Premier today. Um, played a bunch of Architects of the West Kingdom on BGA, and I played. I'm back on the Terraforming Mars app thing now. So that was me. We should hook up a game, G Bunny. I was actually um, that's something else that happened. My sister contacted me on Saturday morning. She's like, "Oh, are you up for some terraforming sometime today?" I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds great." And then I fucking forgot, and I was like eating dinner, and I was looking at my shelf, going, "Oh, terraforming Mars." Oh fuck. Um, so, uh, and then I messaged her. I'm like, "Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm a shit brother." And she's like, "Oh, that's okay. I, I forced someone else to play a game with me instead." Um, but yeah, she's keen to play. So um, yeah, like we'll definitely have to. Um, hook up a couple of games on the app for sure. Is the app pretty good? Oh, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Is yeah. it? All right. I shall download now. Hours of your life lost right there. So tell us about Pax Amir. Oh, Pax Amir. Um, I've never played any of those <laughs> it's games It's not before. Jewish. No. no, it's not Jewish. There's <laughs> no dreidels. And I was equally Afghans. as confused. Yeah, <laughs> Afghans and British people. Um Really, really, really liked it. It took us a while. The first couple of games were like, we're playing it, and he's like, yeah, I can win now, and just won. And yeah. And that happened again, and then the last game went for like three of the um, dominance cards, and I managed to win right on the third one. But okay. the first two games were like, yeah, you got to pay attention. <laughs> um, but then eventually we all kind of got it, and yeah, loved it. Super, super loved it. I think it's fantastic. Have you played Renaissance before? No. Apparently, that is the the best of the three. That's what they a lot of the reviewers tell you. So, have to get that one at the table. Well, and I'm keen to hear even maybe afterwards what the comparison is with John Company because they're obviously the same designer and you know the the playthrough for John Company that I was watching this week. He said he started Whirly Gig Games, Cole Whirly to make those two games, but John Company was the one he really wanted to make that he enjoyed the most. Um, so, yeah, I'm keen to hear how it compares G-Money, but um, as you said, we played John Company second edition for the first time this week, and it was a very enjoyable evening for most of us. There was some of the players that didn't enjoy it so much. It was a uh, <laughs> rule book learn for all five of us at the game. Uh, again, not quite along the lines of what the walkthrough video said, where it was almost have a game master, the one person that knows how to play it, and teach everybody else on the fly. So we didn't do that. We all decided to learn from the book, and I think we fucked a couple of things up, but still quite an enjoyable experience, I think. So there was elements that came through from John Company for me, uh, a little bit of Twilight Imperium. There's a lot of negotiation and uh, trading, and you're supposed to actually work with the players, which we didn't all that much. Uh, there's also a lot of ways to fuck people over, which, again, we didn't do too much of. But the whole premise of the game being the Dutch East, or British East India Company. So there's the company that you all work for and you will have roles in. And the roles are, at the start, equally driven, uh, given out by cards, and then you can negotiate and trade them, and the, the characters retire as you go through and play the game. But each person has a pivotal role or multiple roles within the company 
to try and make it succeed. So you're building up your shares and you're taking over parts of India and you're building your shipping fleet and you're trading your goods. But at the same time, somebody's got to win. So you're trying to also get money for yourself and your family out of the roles that you're doing in the company. And there's a lot of ways that the company can actually fail completely, which ends the game. And then you divvy out based on how successful you weren't. Um, so if if the company fails, then everybody that's a shareholder loses victory points. So if you've got a share in the company, you're invested in it winning and doing well and succeeding. And at the same time, you're trying to hold on to your position like the chairman or the shipping master or whatever it is. Uh, really interesting sort of interplay between the roles and the games. But for us, it was a great learning experience. I think we mm. got three turns through the game. Yeah, did three rounds. Three rounds, yep. Um few retirements, a few poor roles, a few people that just uh, weren't all super interested in the game. But other than that, it's a really enjoyable experience. And it's got, as I said, those notes of Twilight Imperium with the promissory notes and the fact that you can trade your positions around. Uh, there's a little bit of area control, but I think the main thing is that I really enjoyed the fact that you're either all trying to pull together or you're not, and you don't really know, and it can depend on what roles you have within the company. So very excited to play it again. Uh, soon, I think, is one of those games that it does polarise people a little bit. It's, it's going to be hard to get a group of people together to play that game. It's a, a longer game. It's a complex game. There's a bit of backstabbing, a bit of fuckery. So I think it'll be a, a experience type game similar to TI rather than anything else. But, yeah, thank you both of you for playing it. Any, any insights that you guys want to add into that? Um, I would say that the real game is the negotiation. And you'd have to play it a few times to get all the actions in. The actions aren't as important as the negotiation. So you'd have to play it quite a bit before you all started going, no, he can't have that because he's going to do this and she can't do that because she's going to do that. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I think the main thing that we missed from the teaching, the the run-through that we did is you're supposed to, like Shane did a little bit of fraud and embezzlement, which as a banker was quite interesting and entertaining, but it was... Light, light fraud. Light fraud. Yeah. Cheeky, very cheeky fraud. Yeah. Uh, but the you are actually supposed to play it that way. So yeah. you're supposed to build up and stack the riders in the presidency of the area that you have and then force people to make that president make money for you and then sort of keep that nepotism going where you just hire yourself. So you're kind of bodging the actions around you getting the money out of being the president of wherever. Which, I, yeah, we didn't really do that. We sort of, I think there's a light negotiation that we could have put a lot more uh, backstabbery into. Yeah, and I think it's about, you know, setting up your family for success, like fuck everyone else. And, um, you know, make sure that you're, retire- you're retiring in the, the lavish, the lavish vi- village that, uh, that you can afford and that the most that you can afford. Uh, but also too, you know, if you've got the big roles like the chairman or the minister of trade, that you are promoting others in your family, not, you know, being Mr. Nice Guy and promoting everyone else around the table, giving us our first game um, uh, versus, you know, me saying, you know what, no, I'm promoting Camilla. In you go, Camilla, you can go now as a minister of trade because, you know, we've just retired Ingrid. Ingrid's now gone off into retirement and I'm paying for her whilst I'm just also about to embezzle a heap of money from our expenses. So what, what the, the move that the card I had, um, and it had to be played just for, just for the experience factor. So we made all this money uh, in our, in our, at the end of the round and then 
before the expenses were to be taken out. So you got to pay for your your army, you got to pay for all your other um, all your other family that are out there as well. They all cost you money. So before the expenses came, I threw down my card that said, "Roll your dice, whatever the pips come out as, double off those pips out of the expenses." So if I roll a six and we're sitting on 36, 36 income, that's going to go down to twenty four. And that money comes to me. So money is critical in this game. And it's, it's a low scoring game when it comes to money. Mm. I only rolled a three, but still, that was, you know, still six, six out of the income that uh, you know, came directly to me. And it totally fucked us. Like we couldn't pay our <laughs> debts and we had to, you know, take some emergency loans to just to cover the debts. And also Shane had been bodging this thing together with the shareholders that he could like super over debt the company. Yeah. So then we got a lucky. So we were at maximum debt, one more debt, and we'd fail. And that's the most that you can do. And only can you can only do that with agreement of majority of shareholders, which was one other person. So Shane managed to pull that off. Then we got a card that wiped away all of our debt. And then Shane immediately put us completely back into full debt <laughs> and then embezzled the money. It was just, it was, it's one of those games where I think, like, almost like, uh, TI and Nemesis, there's going to be a narrative that comes out of a lot of the games. Yeah, right, yeah. So if you can sit there with a group of experienced people that know how they're doing it, not screw up the rules like we, we fucked a couple, that you can just really get a awesome experience out of that game. So I, I actually had a, uh, we went for, I go for a walk with coffee with some of my team on, on Friday morning or every morning we go for a walk for a coffee before we start our day. And I was actually, they asked me what we did the night before and I said, you know, I had a late night playing this, you know, new game you know, a group of mates. And I actually explained the game to them. They, these these guys are non-gamers, but I, I it was, it's basically, I was just talking in bank talk to them. You know, you're doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. And they're like, that sounds like really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's that, is that like the grass is greener thing? Like, oh, yeah. we can be bad people over there. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shane's like, I played the embezzlement card, and then immediately, like, you know, There's bank no security team comes up. <laughs> and then eventually, we did eventually pay dividends out to the family, which I had them, you know, myself and Luke had the majority shareholders, so we were getting the money from that as well. And uh, yeah, uh, it was it was really good. But that that money, that card that that G money had, where it just wiped our debt, it was a brilliant card. Uh, you know, I saw Grant have it, and I was like, Grant, that's just got to be played. <laughs> yeah so i think there's a, a game two coming where there's a lot more negotiation a lot more trading a lot more you know, like horse trading where you're actually saying i will give you this for you to give me that role and you know one of the key things in the game is you you're not allowed to uh conduct nepotism where you hire your own family for roles behind yourself mm. unless everybody's cool with it so there's a card that you can give people that says i am okay with you conducting nepotism yeah, okay. <laughs> then you can sell so, that card onto people. So it's, I'm guessing, similar to Nemesis. You don't really know who you're working with or against until it becomes obvious, like throughout the gameplay. Like it sounds like it's sort of a, some sort of weird cooperative, but not scenario. And I, the way you're saying the next game, so this is it's like a like a. Um, not, not, I guess he would like a campaign, oh, no, no, campaign no, sort of thing. No, definitely okay. not. No, no okay. this is just, I, I'm keen to play it again. And we're going to play the learnings for it. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 It's like, not, it, it is a bit like there's, you know, you don't know who you're forming alliances, but the alliances can change based on who has what role. Like, I need to be allies with the master of shipping. So he takes my ships and then makes money for me. And to do that, 
at the moment it might be Shane, but next turn it, he might retire and Shane might give that role to G-Money. So I need to shift my allegiance to G-Money and I might not have something he wants, so I have to go and buy that in or trade yeah. for it or or deliberately you know, assassinate somebody and take that role so then G-Money can work together. So, yeah, it's just this constant shifting sand nature of it, I think. And everyone has these favour cards as well that you can use throughout the game where you can say, look, I'm going to give you this card and you can call on this favour from me at any point in time if you do this for me right now. And uh, we didn't play those cards, um, but th- we were playing the very the, the, the base game, which they, they suggest everyone plays with. But then there's the next level expert level version of this game where you pretty much tank the company, you go out and start your own company, and off you go as a family. And you're earning money just for you as a pure family. Um, that's, that's even next level. So I can't wait for us to get to that level where we're playing a lot of that. With the firms, yeah. And, yeah. and there's just some cool words like deregulation of the company. And, and mm. so John Company 2, uh, highly recommend, very keen to play it again. And, yeah, as Steve said, the other thing, I've been playing a bit of BGA as well, just the turn-based stuff. I've got a bit more time. I'm sitting in bed at night on my phone. But I I just wanted to say I'm playing this perfect game of Blood Rage. And I'm so yeah. excited about it. I'm nearly really? finished. <laughs> yeah. So in every single age, I've got the... Uh, the upgrade that's get points for having dead people in Valhalla. Yeah. So we're on age three and I've got all three of them. In every single age so far, I've had both of the quests to have people, the glorious death in, in mm. Valhalla. So all I'm doing is dying and getting people in Valhalla. It's the start of turn three. I'm on like 90 points already. I've got six points for every dead person coming through at the end of the turn. That's and I've got both the quests. I was like, oh, I'm, I reckon I can get 200 points in this game. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Right. It's just, you know, one of those games where everything comes together and, mm. yeah, the way BGA works, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Except for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh, funny. Like, I, I had another game at TO where I just went, fuck it, I'm just going full masks. And I lost by like, I lost by like a hundred. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care. Like I wouldn't set it up and have three people around and go, let's play TO and do that because that'd be a waste of like two hours of my night on a strategy that I know that it doesn't work without the expansions. But on, on BGA, I'm like, fuck it, masks, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys played Ark Nova, you didn't actually play it together. You're just turn taking and playing it throughout a period of time. Yeah. Right. So and, it's game BGA, for those yeah. who may not be aware, Board Game Arena is the site. And, yeah, you can play games real time, so you can just sit down and play a game online against other people. Um, or you can play turn-based where over a period of you've got to take one or two turns a day, games can last for a month depending on how they go. Um, right. And when it's your turn, you just jump on and play your turn on five or six different games and then come back on a few hours later or the next day and you'll see which games it's your turn on again. So. Yeah. Dave and I are in the early stages of a game of Ark Nova. Um, and I know how to play Ark Nova, but I hadn't played it in a while. And it's I will say this about BGA. It is is not an easy platform form to learn a game. Mm. Um, I think it's great when you know a game and you can play it on BGA. Like, but coming in, like, even with Ark Nova, a game that if I sat down at the table, I could see everything and understand it. I'm just there going... What do I do again? And yeah. didn't I move up that track? Oh no, that's that track over there. I moved up, and I need to go over there. The, the layout looks different as well. And yeah. The other thing is, so you can play it from your phone or you can play it from the computer. 
and the computer's got tooltips, so you hover over a thing and it goes, this is this, and it goes, if mm. you play this card, it's of level five, and it lets you do these, and it breaks these things. On the mm. phone, there's none of that. Yeah. So yeah. you've just got to hope when you click something that that's what happens. Because <laughs> the reason yeah. my game of Aftermath was so good was that I ended up with, I think, I want to say almost 10 um, of the um, sponsor cards, and I yeah, managed right. to get every single one of them. I met every criteria for every single one of them, so I got to claim them all at the end of the game. Wow. So, um, and it was just so happened that I ended up getting my card at the start of the game was to get small animals. If I have 10 small animals, I get, you know, six six points. But um, then I got another card, another sponsor that was like, if you put only small animals in your zoo, you can then put another one in from your hand plus then pick one up from the row. Uh, yeah, right. Within your um, your points, and yeah. then I also had another one that was every small animal is worth minus three to pay, like costs you left three less. And so it's just I just happened to have the, all of these things that just helped each other trigger. Yeah, combo test. Um, yeah, and then all my things were fill your zoo, and I filled my zoo, and then it was like get to nine on this track. I did that, and yeah, it's yeah. so good. But you do need to know how to play. Well, it definitely helps. You don't. There's tutorials and things like that. So I've just left mine on for Ark Nova, and every time I open the window, it goes, here's the tutorial. I'm like, oh, skip. <laughs> but I need to follow it at some stage. So I don't know what buttons to click because I don't know where half the things are. Because I only played it that one time with you, Helen. Yeah. Well, I don't like um, I don't like the idea of playing a turn-based app. I mean, back when they did the whole words with friends with the Scrabble stuff, I was like, oh, I'm not waiting like three hours for someone to respond to me. That oh. seems frustrating. <laughs> well, that's the problem. So you play a BGA. I've, I've got 10 plus games going on at the moment. So it's the problem is more, I don't know where I'm at with each game, especially yeah. if I'm playing multiple of the same game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you do that. I have a rule that I only play one one of each game at a time. Like I won't play, I won't have two Ark Novas going because, yeah, I'd do that. I'd jump into the game and go, oh, yeah. that's right. I need to do this. Oh, shit, that's the wrong game. That's the wrong yeah. move. Shit. Right. Yeah. Well, there's one thing you can do. You can leave notes. So you can add comments and you can put notes against things and people. And I, I used the feature for the first time the other week because some guy fucking pissed me off the lots. We're playing, it's a, a ranked game. So there's turn-based, there's regular turn-based or regular um, real-time. So you can just play it. It's just having fun. But you get rankings, and once you get enough wins, you get enough rankings, you can play competitive games. So right. I've been playing competitive City of the Big Shoulders for a few years now. And so I'm playing a competitive game of Big Shoulders. And the way that the competitive games work, you get an allocated an ad block of time. So it's seven days, and that's your playing and thinking time. So as soon as someone passes and it's on you, it starts winding that clock down. Right. So over the course of a month, which is usually about how long the game takes, the main problem I had with this game is most of the people are international. So they'd pass it to me at like midnight. I'd be asleep. I'd wake up at 6.30, 7 o'clock, have my turn, but it burns my time down. So I'm winning this game by a lot, crushing these people. And one of the guys is a Spanish guy, and he it was almost his turn just before my turn every time. So his he had heaps of time left, and I ran out of time. And we have like three or four moves away from finishing this game. I'm at 2,000 points nice. in front, crushing everybody. And, and my time ticks over. And as soon as the time ticks over, there's a button that appears that says, skip players out of time. And they automatically oh. lose. So oh. this guy skips my turn and makes me lose the game. You fucker. Uh, 
Um, so I went into the chat. I'm like, good one, you fuckhead. Like, good, such a piece of shit. Anyway, so I've gone into the comments field and I've added a note to this guy. I said, fucking hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then because it's a it's a ranked competitive game for big shoulders, the next game starts back up as soon as you finish the first game. So it starts the second game. This guy's in my game. I'm like, hey, 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 bagging the shit out of him in the chat. Just absolutely going to town. This guy. Anyway, he runs out of time. And so I said in the chat, I said, sorry, just, just so you know, this guy skipped me last time, so I'm going to skip him because he's cut. <laughs> and it was the best feeling I've ever had. Such a petty little, like, bullshit thing. Some random guy in Spain who doesn't give a shit about anything. I'm like, you're my nemesis now. I hate you. It is funny. It's it's the one thing I will say about BGA. Obviously, it's, we'd all love to play at the table for sure, right? But... Um, it's funny how your attitude towards a game changes when you're playing on BGA. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't care about playing cards that like are a bit take thatty. Where I don't do that when I play with people. I don't like to, you know, yeah, intentionally affect someone. But in that, I'm like, I don't care. Like, who are these people? You it's know, way more cutthroat. Yeah, and then you're playing a game, and then and, and you get that feeling. I used to get when I used to play video games, where it's like they're all against me. Because it just feels like everything's working against you. Like they're fucking teamed up and they're all against me. I'm going to lose this game because they're all assholes. Where in actual fact, that's all in my head. None of that is actually happening. <laughs> and right there, you've explained exactly what is wrong with online, you know, chats. Well, I don't people, even use the you know chat. What I mean? like, this no, is no. Why, no, 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 I'm just saying yeah, that this is yeah, why, yeah. you know, people online can be so vicious and nasty and, you know, people who write bad comments on people's Twitters and all that. It's because yeah. they don't think of them as people. Yeah. No, they're twats. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else is wrong except us. You're twats so who took my goddamn we're card. We're doing yeah. it all correctly. Everyone else is doing it wrong. That's, that's yeah. definitely how it's going. <laughs> yeah. so it depends what game you play. I've never played B- on BGA. Um, is it? Can you do it via your iPad, your phone, or is it yep. PC-based? It's a web page, mate. It's, it's mm. anything. And when it's your turn, you get an email. So you, I just click on that link in my email and just pops a window up. All right. Okay. I'm yeah. going to check it on my iPad and I'm going to start learning something. Yeah. Well, like I said, though, just be careful with the learning because it's not really a platform for that. It's like they do have – some of them have like you can play solo tutorials and whatever else, but it, I found it exceed. like I've played um, Earth. i played Earth a couple of times um, and – I watched a video on how to play Earth and then I played it on BGA and it was still a bit unclear. And then I've, I'm in my second game of that now and I'm still, it doesn't click, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's a difficult game. It just doesn't click because again, you can't see everything. It's, well, you, everything's there, but it's not, it's not laid out because it's got to fit into a computer screen. It's not laid out how you would expect it to be. And um, so it's just, it's not, for, like I said, for me, it's I, I use it to play the games that I love, that I know back to front. Like I've got a game of Tapestry going, I've got a game of Viticulture going, you know, T.O., I've always got a game of T.O. going because yeah. I love those games. I can jump into one of those games and be like, even if I've forgotten what I'm doing, I can spend five minutes, look at the board and go, ah, now I can see where I need to go from here. Where when I play Earth, I'm like, oh, I don't know. And I, I'm playing a game of Great Western Trail, which I've only played once and I don't really remember. And I'm literally clicking buttons until the end of the game because I've, I've, I've forgotten everything, and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm, yep, I'll just move three. Good tick, excellent. Yep, 
what do I do it? Oh, yeah, my train's moving. Excellent. Oh, I can give some cows for things. Awesome. I have no idea how I'm doing in that game. I could not tell you anything about it. Um, <laughs> and that's but so that's where it falls down for me, and that's that's on me. But yeah, so but I, and also if you used to would be, I, I I don't know whether I'd recommend that. But that again, other people use it just for that, Shane. So it could be right, right. for you. If you're used to playing a lot of tabletop simulator, it's nothing like that. Like Which I there's am. no there's no customization, there's no moving. It is locked in, scripted. It is you do your turn. These are the rules. It often even highlights what you can do and can't do mm. based on what resources you've got at the time. Like it's it is a way to very easily quickly play a game. And yeah, yeah as Steve, it's much better when you already know how to play the game. Okay. Like I was saying with Great if you compare Great Western Trail to what I could do on TTS, like if I had a turn in TTS of um, Great Western Trail, I'd be like, okay, what are my options? What can I do? Mm. I I can't remember. Okay, I'll bring up a rule book. But in BGA, like the areas that I can go to are flashing. So I'm like, all right, I'll just click one of them. You know what I mean? So if I knew what I was doing, I'd be like, yeah, cool. I'm going here. I know that. And then my next turn I can go here. So it's a bit more intuitive. well, yeah, it is, but it allows you to be lazy and allows you to get away with it. Without hey, that's my game. And just getting me the end of Great Western Trail and say, okay, how's this going to go? <laughs> I've got no idea. Um, yeah, so it's, it's but yeah, it's very good otherwise. And and I'm a bit like um like what you were saying, Helen, turn-based. I, I, I've got a few turn-based games going and they're great, but I really look for those times where I, I I've got no one to play a board game with here. I don't feel like playing Legacy of You again, even though I love that game. Um, I'll just pull out the iPad and I'll just start looking for real-time games of those games I talked about, like you know your Space Bases, Tapestry, um, et cetera, et cetera. Can someone post me a link to BGA in the Discord? Just so um, yeah, sure. I'm going to join up tonight. I'll get hooked in. Well, we'll start some we'll games. Look out for Aussie Solo Gamer. He's, at, he's back. He's back. Yeah, he's back. Well, we, we should definitely get some games going because I, I often play a lot of Tapestry and Barrage and City of Big Shoulders. Um, and it's, they're just turn-based games. Like, it's easy enough to just whack one on and play a couple of games, turns a day. Thank you, Steve. It'd be nice if we could all get in some games. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. The Chinwag going. Talk about it. Chinwag yeah. BGA well, I, did, I did mention that the other week. Like, um, I'd be pretty keen too with, in that North, in, in your Brisbane Board Gamers Guild on Discord. Like if we started a, a BGA channel there, because you could then go on there and say, okay, we're, we're starting a real-time game at 7 p.m. tonight if anyone's in. Mm. Um, or I'm starting these turn-based games if you want to jump in and join our turn-based game of this, you know. So open it up to the community that way, you know. Gives yeah, yeah. People well, we've a got a board revenue. game chat channel, mm. organise a game. If, if you, even when that organise a game, which you've been doing anyway, Steve. Yeah, I tried to hook up a game of TO in there the other night. But, yeah, you yeah. Did. yeah, I can see that now. Um. But I, I did want to mention because you know we've you did mention Legacy of You, so segue to Garfield Games. Um, <laughs> Got to mention our non-official sponsor. And, uh, <laughs> this this one goes out to G Money. Uh, if you aren't already following their Discord, sign ups for de- demoing Ezra and Nehemiah on yeah. Tabletop Simulator is happening right now. I can't Grant. make any of the times they put in. Grant. Well, I don't know what any of that is. I think if it, I think it might be again. I, I talked about it the other week how I'm desperate to play that game. Maybe you're getting me and G Money confused. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, I know Grant loves scholars. He he loves wayfarers. I, yeah, right. This is the well, new is one, the Grant. Ne- is that the new one? Oh, brand, right. brand, brand new one. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you can oh, sign sweet. up now on their Discord and 
They are demoing on TTS. This is the one G Money that we talked about the other week where they said it was basically like a best of Garfield. Um, but I saw their little um, discussion about what it does. And while I can see that what they're talking about, it had massive elements of like the T games, like TO and Zulkin and stuff like that, that I was like, oh, so like, that's like, it's a match made in heaven, I guess, for me. So if someone's going to combine two styles of games, if they could combine Garfield games with yeah, the T series, then. I wonder whether they've listened to you, Steve, just talking for like a long time over a lot of mediums about how much you love T games, how much you love Garfield games. And Shem's like, you know what? I'm going to make a game for Steve. He's a good guy. I'm going to patch together two of his favorite things and just pump it out. Well, thank you for that, Dave. I'm going to assume that's exactly what happened. Now. <laughs> gonna, now on, I'm going to tell everyone there's this yeah. game that's been made for me. Yeah, <laughs> made it for me. Yeah. It's got my name in it. <laughs> I'm changing my name to Ezra. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Very good. Well, there you go. So, yeah, but I guess BGA was our topic for this evening. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. and swearing came from nowhere. Yeah, hip hip hooray. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go and play some BGA games at some stage soon. So I'm then. certainly going to log in and give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What What do you want your first? So there, there is hundreds of games on there, Shane. Like, what do you reckon your first game is going to be on BGA? Ticket to Ride. <laughs> Just something easy. Ooh. Fair enough. <laughs> Just so I can learn how the platform works. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't railroad yourself into anything. <laughs> did you see uh, the announcement about Ticket to Ride Legacy? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I have no I, idea how it's going to work. I am all over that. I think that'd be awesome. I, I, I don't know. I don't have. I don't know anything other than like you. It's just a legacy game. But I'm, I'm like, I'm in. Like Rob Davio. How it's going to be like Pandemic. Yeah. So love it. And did did everyone see the uh, the launch of um, under Wallace Designs the Final Fantasy? It's fighting coming, Fantasy. Fighting Fantasy, yeah, Fighting Fantasy, mm. yeah, yeah. But if it's say Final Fantasy, we're going to get sued by Squaresoft. Yeah, no, nah, Fighting <laughs> Fantasy, which is, I think it's like a choose your own adventure back in the day, wasn't it, or something similar? That's what I've heard. I've heard along the, the grapevine. I have yeah. no idea. That no. was you. Not a clue. Not a clue. Okay. Cool story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get Martin on. Martin and explain well, that. Everyone, everyone's losing their shit over it. So I thought, mm. you know, with the learned people we have around the table here, surely you guys would know, but no, okay. No, never heard of it. No. Not well, that there we go. Definitely. It's I don't know shit learned. about fuck. <laughs> hey, there he is. <laughs> Uh, well, our, our swears and cuss words per segment have actually significantly increased this week. So hopefully our feedback has been, uh, our performance has been received. Shane and Ingrid, special shout out to you. So. I think the only thing to do now though is because we've listened to them and taken their feedback on board and then given them what they want, mm. it's time they came on and joined us and yep. did a podcast with us. So if you're listening to that, you've, you, you're in. Next time, yep. next time we do an episode, if we can, Shane and Ingrid, you got to be on the show. Yeah. So Shane and Ingrid, next Sunday night at 8, 8 p.m., be prepared. You're and the good thing us. is, because I've got my shit together now, 
you we're actually hear this episode before the episode that we want you on to host. It's recorded. <laughs> so win-win. Notice, notice I didn't say next Sunday night. I was actually going to say the date. But it's yeah. like, <laughs> hang on, hang on. I held off. I was going to say, because next Sunday night, I actually, it'll be good that they're coming on because I won't be able to be here. Unfortunately, my husband has made a very strong rule that next weekend is Diablo weekend, and I am oh, not yes. allowed at any point to use any computer. They, <laughs> he is, he's off parenting from Friday till Monday. I just wish I didn't know what Diablo was and it was just, uh, you know those sticks with the things that were also called Diablo? The, the, the string. Oh yeah, yeah, the yo-yo thing. Yes. All weekend, go. For the record, Helen, that is what I am picturing you're doing all weekend next weekend, which is making me so I won't be doing so it. Will be. I will be. I will be being a parent. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing one of you is. But uh, it has been a while since we've done that. So, look, it's a quick shout out to anybody who listens or who knows us, who's interested in coming on, um, having a chinwag with us and talking some shit, you know, swearing occasionally, uh, possibly drinking, depends that that's personal choice, but maybe talking about board games as well. So, just as a heads up, the next one, the next topic will potentially involve singing. Um, and Shane and Ingrid may not know about that, but we'll yeah. see how well they're listening and paying attention to this episode. Well, I think yeah. I think Steve came up with a great idea. So if we can all come up with some board game quiz questions for for our next episode, uh, along googling already, along with the special, um, we won't name it, singing episode as well. Yeah. It'd be good. I, aren't you really? Actually, you know what? To be fair, Shane. I think we should hold off on that one until we do have Helen with us because yeah. she yeah. is a performer. Like, you know, yeah. it might be hidden. Yeah. <laughs> well, By far the most talented. Yeah. <laughs> I think you regret saying that when you hear me sing. Uh, G-Money can bounce out a good show, team. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right. I will not pay. <laughs> no, we will all pay. Yes. Yeah. Are we still going? Yeah. <laughs> is this is this ended yet? Yeah. No, it really no, hasn't. It is about oh, to. Okay. It's about to. Yeah. yeah, we're we're wrapping up, G Money. Yeah, you know. you know our wrap ups take eleven minutes. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't started Marvel Snap yet? No, don't do it until it's over. <laughs> uh-huh. I've been uh, waiting for forty minutes. <laughs> so you're in for the first 15 minutes of the 40 54 minutes that we've been going yeah yeah okay. i don't know what happened after that <laughs> you blanked out a little bit it's all right you hit no. your like 20 word quota for the yes. episode yeah you elaborated on a game too like that's a yeah that's don't get used to it <laughs> <laughs> all right finish this off day all right <laughs> let's go play some vga yeah We'll wrap a fucking bow on this one, but uh, hopefully you all enjoyed our cuss word filled expletive uh, episode. I'm sure there's a title in there somewhere, Steve. Uh, we will be back next week with Shane and Ingrid, potentially. Depends on how embarrassed they are about how many times they've been mentioned on this episode. And potentially less swearing and maybe more drinking, but who knows. Have a great week, everybody. See you on BGA. Thank you. Cheers. and Talk to you very much. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.